the future of photography. So, Chris, do you remember what we talked about in show 14? Yeah, of course. It's only episodes away. No, I don't. What did we talk about in episode 14? Well, we talked about uh, uh, we talked about how there is a convergence of technology, you know, tools and toys and, and cloud services that, that have the well, they, they impact the way we have workflow around f- photography uh, and a, any yeah you know, a lot of other creative things as well. And you know, you were you were talking in the last show about three D printing and how that impacts the the creation and, and the maker community. Um, but there's also a sort of day-to-day, how do I handle my photos? What am I doing? You know, what's my setup? Um, uh, and, and that was the topic of show 14. And oh, of course, the, the integration show, yes, I remember the, now. Indeed, yeah. And, and of course, um, you, you've published a, an ebook on this, haven't you? The, the thousand photos in an hour or something? One hour, one thousand pics. Yeah. Ah, there we Dot go. Com. Yes. <laughs> dot com oh it's free, got its own website doesn't free it free okay. ebook yeah yeah sure yeah well and and you know is uh it's a few years ago you wrote that i think isn't it but as relevant today as it was when you first wrote it um you know there are possibly more relevant because there are um uh, lots more choices about workflow and it it's far easier to get a workflow that doesn't work than it is to get one that does work um and of course there's more tools out available these days so so anyway, the reason for the callback to show 14 is I am in the middle of a little project. And uh, first of all, I want to get your advice about it. Second of all, I think I might want to get the listeners advice about it as well. Mm-hmm. So, so, so folks, please, please email in um, or, or catch us on the, the social medias if, if you have anything to add to this. Um, I am... Well, let's give you a very short little bit of context. I am uh, in the process of freeing up some space in my house. Um, physical space. Physical space. Yes, yes. Physical space um, for me to have my own desk, workstation, study, wh- whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't quite get a whole room. There's still a piano in it, <laughs> um, which means that mm, other people are going to want to come in and play and stuff like that. But that's okay. It, it, it's, a, it's a good time for me, right? And you know what? Um, I've got to figure out how to build a workspace that's going to support workflows um and uh the different things right and, and i'll come back to that in a minute and do you know i started off with this idea it's like right i'm gonna buy a big monitor then i can plug my computer in i need to get a nice comfy chair uh and then i'll have a desk won't i and then i thought well is that is, is that just the default position that everybody expects to have or is there a more creative way of doing it so quick question for you right what's on your desk in front of you right now okay you don't want to know (laughs) (laughs) okay just 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 the clean bits (laughs) i'm i'm sitting i'm sitting in front of a 27 inch um uh 5k imac which is my main workhorse so that takes care of like the computer and the screen in one thing doesn't take up too much desk space um Left and right of that, I have two big, big studio monitor speakers, which kind of are uh, a leftover from my time when I did a lot more music production. So, but I love the sound of those, and they are very, very good to mix stuff on. 
Yeah, always good uh, to have some accurate monitors on the desk, definitely. They are very accurate, but they are as high as the 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 27K. Uh, that's what 27 oh, inch right. yeah, yeah. Okay, they're yeah, big they're, big boys they're for a desk then <laughs> really big for a desk yes but uh, I, I give them the space because i don't want anything else and then what else workflow related do i have on my desk um <clears throat> i have a, a usb3 hub that sits on my desk and it's a seven port hub so i have stuff plugged in there like a card reader like uh different other things that that's I put that on there. Well, first of all, because I need more than the than the few slots that the iMac gives me, and uh, second, I need them more accessible because the iMac has them on the back, and this one has them on the front. Um, it's a it's an anchor. Uh, oh yeah, they're a good up and coming brand actually, uh, aren't they? Anchor, uh, yeah. yeah, they're already having their quality issues mm. sometimes, but yeah, this well, one is good, mm. and it has three charging ports as well that have more more amperage so that is a thing that i need yes <clears throat> other than that that's that works that's the workflow relevant stuff i have i do okay. have a, a a little stream deck elgato stream deck which is a kind of an external keyboard with little screens for the keys so you can put your own stuff on there like start this app and so on it's a little Ooh, shortcut okay. bar which yeah, that's a bit fancy <laughs> it is a bit fancy but i don't use it to the extent i could um, but it's it's kind of a, a a a thing that has a few actions on, like a few keyboard shortcuts and stuff that are just easier to remember when I have a little picture connected with them. So, mm. um, so it sounds like you're pretty well set up for any business you'd need to do. You, I am, uh, and you I'm, could do audio mixing. Maybe you could do podcast publishing. <laughs> oh yeah, and of course I have the microphone in front of me which is on an arm that swings to the side so it gets out of the way um which I'm sitting in front of right now. And I'm tr I'm trying to not get too much external hardware uh connected with my workflow. I try to keep things inside the computer as much as I can mm. because I want to be able to do these things on the road as well. So I want to be able to I I don't want to have to haul around a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, to be able to do these things. When no, I'm that sounds very sensible. Yes, it's easy to get overly cluttered, too many cables everywhere. Oh yeah, there I still have plenty, plenty of cables here, and I'm <laughs> and I'm I'm actively uh, resisting to organize them because every time I do and I pack them together with some zip ties or whatever you use, I end up having to integrate another cable or take one out, and then I have to kind of <laughs> explode this whole thing into its individual parts and, and start over again so i've kind of given up on trying to manage my cables the, the so behind the computer is a big mess yeah fair enough i, I think uh, that 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 is <laughs> that that part especially is, is a setup that a lot of people can relate to right now so as we sit here in 2018 you know uh you know uh people like to edit their photos uh on big monitors uh and uh, there, there is other stuff you have to do as well. So a desk is kind of a hub for all things technology related. Um, it still is for you, me, yes. Yeah, yeah. And and it's and this is the thing that I'm, I'm really, really is the core part of my project at the moment. So, you know, um, uh, f forgive me for saying this, but what you have there is a relatively standard setup with mm -hmm. the possible exception that many, many people might have slightly smaller speakers and not everybody does podcasts. So not everybody has you know, a, a mic on a swinging arm um, uh, and, and stuff like that. But, you know, it, a lot of us have a desk, right, with a big computer on it. And I love iMacs, right? I think they're great. Um, 
at the moment, I am sitting at a desk, which is a it's a sort of folding plastic trestle table that I bought from the local hardware store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, particularly because I didn't know um, what kind of a desk I wanted. Okay, so I thought, well, I'll buy this thing. This thing that's cheap. It can always be used outside in the garden or the shed or the garage or wherever later on, um, and it doesn't cost very much. So I'll just sit here and I'm going to try. And I'm midway through this experiment at the moment. I'm trying to figure out how it is that I want to use this new space that I've got, and how that is uh, impacted by workflow stuff that I need to do. So I also, of course, have a microphone. Right, um, mine isn't actually on a stand that's attached to the desk. Mine's actually on a, a free stand, um, and I have to put it up and, and to, you know, to put it up and take it down again after I do podcasts. That's a bit annoying. So that's something I need to address. Um, I haven't brought an iMac in here yet, so I've just got a laptop. Um, it's a four-year, four, five-year-old MacBook Pro, uh, perfectly suitable for for doing audio work. Not great for video, which I'll come back to in a minute. Uh, what else have I got? I've got some speakers. They're they're smaller than yours, um, and and they're 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 wired up to uh, an old hi- hi-fi amp I found in a. Uh, they're passive speakers wired up through an old hi-fi amp I found in the uh, in a cupboard somewhere. Uh, again, this is sort of a, a holding pattern to wait to see what I really want. Um, I've got a new toy. Um, I bought a thing called, I'll probably get the name wrong now, the iRig IO25 Keys or something like that, <laughs> which is a little 25 key MIDI controller keyboard, um, but which also has uh, some um, uh, AD converters in it. So you can plug in an XLR mic or you can plug in, which is the thing that I really use it for, a guitar. I see it, yeah. I see it in front of me right now. Hmm? Uh, so. Cool. Good little toy. Yeah, it's it's a lovely, it's a nice little toy, actually. With some MIDI controllers on it, some MIDI pads on it and stuff? Yes, yes. So, uh, which um, I was thinking just to buy a guitar input um, uh, and build a setup based around one of the, uh, a guitar modeling um, uh, application of some sort, you know, like an Amplitube or or even just using GarageBand on the the Mac uh, or the iPad. Um, And and I saw this and I thought, oh, that'd be great because then I could make little tunes and stuff like that. So that'd be fun too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh that that's kind of what i've got so far but i um i want to go back to this thing about um integration that we talked about in show 14 um because i think and i'm not entirely sure about this but i think the main computing device that i am going to build this workflow setup around is an ipad okay Okay, why is so that? that <laughs> why is that? I mean, that's a serious, that's a serious so, question. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm. I do have an iPad. I use it rarely because I'm very married to the probably an age thing. But I need that computer with a keyboard. It could be a laptop, could be a, a desktop. But um, that keyboard and uh, the 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 things that uh, that the bigger computer a mac will will allow me to do as in go back into the operating system go back into the terminal be on yeah on yeah okay text well, based like, interfaces some sometimes at least is something that makes me faster okay 
and that's an interesting concept as well and that is part of my thinking too so let me let, let, let me i'm not sure that i've got this you know in a way that i can explain it properly coherently mm-hmm. i'm part way through the experiment and i probably haven't thought everything through yet <laughs> but bear with me and we'll see where it goes um so the biggest issue i've got is uh, in terms of pure computing power right now is video editing um, so as well as being an enthusiastic photographer, I am also in the background um, uh, teaching myself a little bit about making videos. And at the moment, they are mostly, you know, um, family stuff. But I like to shoot some stuff around the family when we have big family events or whatever, or or um, holiday times or days out and, and edit those together uh, into a short uh, very important that it's short. Uh, I sat through, uh, I guess, as many people of my age did, uh, I sat through um, many hours of my father's unedited home videos. <laughs> I have an uncle like that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's one in every family. In my family, it's my dad. He still does it. <laughs> two, two, and a, two and a half hours of uh, India footage. Here's, yeah. here's aunt such and such getting on an elephant. Here she is on an elephant. She, she's getting off an elephant. Here she's getting on another elephant. In, in, yes, I think the one we've had in recent years was was an hour and forty five minutes of a whistle stop tour of South America or something like that. Yeah, so so yeah, we're we, you know the territory. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> um, so um, and do you know what? Neither my twenty fourteen MacBook Pro nor my admittedly aging now twenty twelve iMac, although I did buy an SSD for it to use as the system drive. Um, neither of those provide a good video editing experience um there's a lot of rendering time i need to allow for and this is still only on 1080 video it's not on 4k i don't know what would happen if i tried to edit 4k on these things um but there is a way to get that to to work um that you could buy for example a nice new imac um, that would be powerful enough to do that. I suspect the specification for that at this point would be three thousand pounds, dollars, euros, or more. <laughs> I mean, the the rendering time that is something that you can uh, definitely influence by throwing money at it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because you could buy one of those new Blackmagic external GPUs now as well. Although that wouldn't work if you're using an Adobe stack, and I don't think Final Cut uses it. But the, certainly DaVinci Resolve would would make use of external GPUs, and that would speed stuff up as well. Um, but what's that going to do to my desk? It's not going to be a Zen experience, is it? <laughs> I mean, it kind of depends on are you a Zen desk type of person? Are you a, an empty desk kind of person? I'm trying to be, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I'm pretty good at it, actually. I'm not. I'm not the best, but I am reasonable. My my desk is not overflowing with paperwork or, or bits and bobs or anything like that. I am aiming for something that's fairly clean. But more importantly, what would that do to my bank balance? Um, <laughs> That's a lot of hardware, right? And and uh, not because I I need to buy a properly reinforced desk. I expect as well at that point. <laughs> so, so you could just so get th- a faster computer these days. I think they are. Do you know what? Yes, a faster computer, but maybe one where the hardware and the software are designed to work together. Maybe where the the graphics processing and the audio processing and the operating system and the CPU are all designed to work together as a set. Uh-huh. Um, and that is something that you get in an iPad. Right? All right. 
So right now I can edit my video and I can do transitions and layers and I can have several layers of audio all in a non-linear editor and I can do all of that editing without any delay time for rendering on an iPad that I can't do on my iMac or my MacBook Pro. They're getting amazingly powerful, these things, aren't they? They are. They are. And uh, I can... uh, make and play my music on an iPad because my little MIDI controller that I've just bought will quite happily plug into an iPad the same as it will do into a normal computer. And that's just the kit. What happens with the workflow bit? So, you know, I mean, yes, of course I have, you know, um, you know, RAID drives that I do my major backups to, um, you know, to make sure that I've got all of my, all of my photos and videos and, and stuff all backed up. So hopefully that won't go away. And, and like everybody else, I have numerous, uh, photo service accounts on the internet, be it, you know, older ones like Flickr or, or newer ones, which were newer to me, which I yeah, started to use, which is the iCloud stuff that, you know, that, um, uh, that you get with all Apple systems. Um, but Actually, when you think about that as a workflow, you know, I realized that what was happening was I was going out with cameras and I was coming home and I'd have to find time to sit at the computer and, and you know, ingest all of those photographs uh, into a computer, which would then back up to these RAID drives. So I had noisy RAID drives with, with fans in them spinning all the time. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, and then, uh, that was assuming that nobody else wanted to use the computer because the, the, the iMac in our house is used by everybody, right? Mm, <laughs> it's not just, mine. Okay. um, uh, and, uh, you know, the, then there was the fact of, do you know what? I don't really do a lot of photo editing anyway. So, so is that computer just a place to store photos? Is that what that is right now? Is it a good place to store photos? Um, do I really want to sit for hours at a desk doing, you know, photo editing? Well, no, because I've never done that. Or do I want to do that for video editing? Well, actually, where are the opportunities? And more importantly, perhaps when are the opportunities I get to do this stuff? And a lot of that is I might be um, traveling. You know, so if I'm traveling for work, I might be in a hotel in the evenings um, or, or something like that. And am I going to take an iMac with me for that and a RAID drive? Not really. <laughs> you know? So. I thought, okay, well, I've got this new iPad that can do all of this stuff. Um, uh, You have far more access now on on an iPad to uh, cloud services and to manage files, right? So you can manage files through Dropbox or any other kind of cloud storage, Google, whatever it might be, as well as the iCloud drive itself, which, you know, not everybody uses Apple, of course, but, you know, uh, especially for cloud services. But, yeah, these things will support lots of cloud services now. Um, you can quite easily get your photos into such a system just by buying a little dongle. And, you know, anybody that says, oh, yeah, but I don't want to buy a dongle. Well, try doing that with a modern Mac, (laughs) (laughs) which have dongles hanging off them all over the place. So I'm having I'm I'm in a trial period. Right. Okay, so hopefully there's something there to uh, to explain why it is that I'm looking at this. And uh, and I'm trying to build a system where actually a major part of my workflow could be something that I can carry around. It's very lightweight, you know, um, and uh, by the way, you mentioned about keyboards. You know, I, I have an old Bluetooth keyboard, which I've I've paired with it. So if I need one, I can use it. Um, I bought an Apple Pencil as well, which is hmm. so, so far is mildly decorative, not especially productive. 
but maybe I should look into that a bit more. <laughs> well, it's, it's like it's like with a new camera, you need to learn it, you need to, to begin integrating it into your workflow. One consideration that is always important for me when, yeah, I'm not even want to say designing a space or a workflow, but um, it's a concept that I've always kind of intuitively done um and it's well adam savage you know adam adam savage oh you, yes well yeah absolutely from mythbusters fame and yeah uh, we, we've mentioned him a few times on yeah, the show he's and he's a, a good source of inspiration he's a maker he's he's promoting maker culture and he has his own workshop and he just builds and he builds stuff and he has that concept of first order retrievability well, which you're gonna have to explain that one i'm afraid okay <laughs> think, think think of a think of a toolbox Right, your okay. your average home toolbox that has a hammer in and some screwdrivers and other things, and at least with ours, it's pretty much a big box. You just throw stuff in, and then if you have to find that one screwdriver, you rummage through it. And uh, what he does is he he presents some of his like tool little tool carts that he built that allow him to have everything in direct access. Ah, okay, good stuff. Mm now that makes him faster that also makes him use tools that he wouldn't usually use because he just has them stored away somewhere uh, but of course it is kind of against the tidiness thing even though he does a very good job at keeping these kind of things tidy and i'm always trying to make this uh, to to use this concept in my other things as as here in my in my um well, at my main computer a good example is the microphone being on a on a swing arm so the microphone is there if i need it it takes me literally one second to have it in front of my face it's already plugged in it is just there but if i yeah. don't need it i swing it out of the way and it's not in my way it's not visually kind of stored away it's not packed up in in its box and uh, somewhere in a in a in a cabinet that i but then i have direct access to it and that makes a lot of my workflow especially the one where i need my voice for just very easy to access and i try the same thing with all the little tools and toys that i use um that's why i have the stream deck here the elgato stream deck this little external keyboard with little screens for keys because it allows me to directly access things that i would usually have to rummage around in the computer open the applications folder find it start and so on here's just one press on a key and my my recording setup it triggers a macro that starts my recording setup that starts three different programs at once that i need for that so first auto retrievability is a concept that i like and um but again it goes a bit against the i want an as tidy as possible desk because that means you'll have to you'll have to put things in drawers and then get them out of there they're out of sight i also suffer a bit from the out of out of sight out of mind kind of thing you know all uh, right yeah okay yeah. i've i've have literally it's not really severe but at one point i've bought something again because i sort of forgot that i had it and then I found the other one <laughs> deeply in some photo bag and some camera bag in the in the lowest compartment behind a zipper behind a flap you know and which is which is also one reason why I'm trying to avoid camera bags with too many individual compartments because you end uh -huh. up storing because I end up storing things in there and then maybe not taking them out right away when I come back and then uh, <laughs> I totally get them I did almost buy 
an ND filter the other day that I already had. <laughs> I just just found it in Tars. I'm, I'm sure. Well, I think I'm sure. Or maybe. Did I buy that? Have I got one I, of those already? And, and and it turned out I did, and I found it just in time. <laughs> well, it's it's embarrassing, but but uh, just this year I bought a tripod because the other tripod I thought I had left in a hotel and it was gone. And later I realized, no, I had just integrated that into a project here that was set up with a camera and stuff that just had to sit there for a few months because it was an ongoing project. And uh, I just, it, it, it went out of sight and I couldn't find it immediately because it was kind of hidden behind other stuff. And then I assumed it was stolen or lost and I bought a new one. And then I realized, wait a minute, <laughs> I now have the <laughs> same tripod again because I didn't, uh, yeah. Because I so it, yes, these things, yeah, that that is, that is tricky. It's it, it is interesting because I like I like the idea. Now you've, you've explained it of first order retrievability. I have, I have I a video. We'll to, we'll put a video in the show notes about that. Cool. Okay. So and I think I am. Um, I, I think that is a, the direction of travel that I am definitely going in. But reckon, but but at the same time, trying to blend it with the the clean desk thing. So I'm trying to work out. So one of the things I've been thinking about is, well, do I buy a nice new monitor? Right, and it doesn't have to be massive. It could be like a twenty-four inch monitor, yeah, you know, which you know, which then I could use with various different computers. So I could use it with my own computer that I do a lot of my personal stuff on. Often, because of what I do in my day job for a living, I have a client uh, computer uh, when I'm working with corporate clients uh, for their information security purposes. I'll often be given a laptop to use for that particular project. Um, yeah, and so, you know, I could, if I had a standalone monitor, I could plug that in when I was working at home and things like that. Um, uh, but at the moment, I haven't, I haven't pulled the trigger on buying a monitor. And then I you won't, uh, um, you won't plug in the iPad into that because that would maybe give you a bigger screen, but it would definitely lose you the touchability. Well, it, 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 yeah, and there are some things that actually you could benefit from having on an iPad, a, a second screen for the iPad, because you could do your work on the iPad, but have a, a reference monitor, if you like, for for whatever it is that you're doing. Um, if it's graphical I, I, work, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I am thinking about that. I've, I, I have yet to work out what my my uh, process for connecting peripherals is going to be. I, I suspect it's going to be some kind of powered USB hub that I can plug my MIDI controller into, that I can plug um, perhaps a, a wired network in for when I need um, more reliable network connectivity. Um, yeah, like, like right now, my, my because we're recording audio and sending it over the internet, I'm using my laptop plugged into an Ethernet cable. Right. Um, you can do that with an iPad, I'm told. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm told that you can make a, yes, you an can. iPad work with a, a wired network connection. And a wired network connection is is, is the, the one to favor in these kind of uh, setups where the good connection is really important and your Wi-Fi oh, might yeah, be fluctuating because yes. if the neighbor comes home and turns on theirs or, uh, yeah, it, it, Wi-Fi is a bit shaky in that respect. Um, so how, where are you in the process now? What, 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 what's your, are you still kind of puzzling it together or do you have parts of the puzzle and you're trying to think what to integrate in the future? Well, I, I, I well, I'm definitely in the middle of it. Um, uh, and I have, so some of the things I, I bought are new, like my MIDI controller is new. 
Um, I bought a, a monitor riser, which is sitting on the desk, which is mostly being used to, to, to give me more desk space, actually. So I'll fold up a laptop and put it on the on the riser. And then I've got still got the space underneath to put a keyboard or, or, or whatever. So you're, you're um, starting to employ the Z axis to get more. Stuff I, I am. Yes, it's definitely a three dimensional build. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I'm at the point where I'm starting to notice patterns in my usage and patterns in the way I move things around. Uh, that, that that is giving me some insight into what a more longer term setup would be. So, like I mentioned, I've got some passive speakers, and I've got on a on a little a very. Uh, a, a, I also bought some a, a plastic set of shelves that actually are for a garage, but um, I, I thought, well, I'll start with those, and I've got something to put some stuff on. So the hi fi uh, the hi fi amp is, is on the shelves, and the speakers are on the desk, and and I think I'm getting to a point where I, I probably want some active speakers so i can get rid of the amp you know that kind of thing um uh, and cut cut this down and i think i'm I'm getting an idea of what kind of um you know uh, usb type hub that i need um to to connect the various things i think are going to be part of this setup so i it's definitely interesting now and i tell you what i i really would love to hear from uh any listeners that have gone through anything similar and it doesn't have to be in the same direction as travel of what I'm doing. You know, it, music might not be your thing. Podcasting might not be your thing. Um, you know, but I'd be, I'd be love to, to hear from people who've been through a, a, a process of what do I want to use this space for? And therefore, how do I set it up? Um, and because uh, I, I, there's definitely still lots and lots of room for investigation and, and improvement. <laughs> Oh, it certainly is. For me, it's, I grow these kind of things very organically. I start somewhere and then I add a piece here and add a piece there. And then I might replace the first piece because it's either not looking good or not functional. And so it is a, it is a process. It takes time for me. And it grows and it evolves and then stuff gets pruned out. And yeah. And then I end up with a messy desk anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well you know, so, such is life maybe if you're good boy santa will bring you some uh, some mail trays <laughs> but more horizontal surfaces to put stuff on that's a good idea <laughs> uh, absolutely and that's uh, and, and that's something because you normally you don't think of a, a desk as being lots and lots of surfaces um but i think i'm going to end up with some kind of uh crazy setup i think in the end yeah, some sort of modular setup where you can move things around. Maybe that—that's—that's that's something I'm interested in. But, okay. Uh, as opposed to like you know the signature expensive and expansive desk. <laughs> Once you're there, I want to see photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I should do a before and after. Although right now it does look a little bit messy, despite uh, my best efforts. <laughs> I'm just glad when I do video stuff that the, that the webcam is pointing my direction, not the other direction. There is a good thing about that. It's one of the reasons I prefer not to do video at all, if possible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there we go. Uh, you know, that is uh, the, uh, well, the show is titled The Ultimate TFOP Workspace Build. Um, and I, that, is what I, that is what I'm trying to, you know, trying to get to here. I'm trying to look, well, possibly not the ultimate, but, what for, but uh, an optimal, let's say, workspace build for for the future of photography and for video and music and audio and stuff like that so you know send me your ideas uh, and uh, i'd love to hear from you all right that's episode 48 of the future photography we'll be back in a week with another hopefully exciting show until then take care bye
You've been listening to The Future of Photography, a production by Adrian Stock and Chris Marquardt. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com. Thank you.